This podcast has been categorised as unsuitable. This is Deserter. The podcast about skiving, boozing, napping and messing about. Yep, that's our philosophy. And the way we look at it, in fact the way we look at anything, is if no one time travels back from the future to stop you from doing it, how bad can it be? Exactly. And today we'll be doing it in Deptford. More on that later. Uh, In this episode we'll be getting inside some pubs and outside some crisps with a distinctly international flavour. That's right, yeah. We've got crisps from all around the world. And elsewhere. How can they be from elsewhere, if they're eh? from the world? All right, geography teacher. We've got news, quizzes and a letter from a sitting MP. Plus animals, beer, dossers and, of course, death. Just about sums it up for me. So we're back recording in Deptford uh, for the first time since our Christopher Marlowe special. That's right, yeah. We did a, a season on Great South Londoners, didn't we? Or Great South London yeah. stories, and like Marlowe and Bowie and Kate Bush. And yeah, Oliver Reed, was it? Uh, yeah. Bon Scott. Um, yeah. And then we realised that the research took ages, so now you just get us chatting shit in a pub. Yeah. Genius. <laughs> yeah, they're all still up and available, though. If you, if yeah. you want to check the back catalogue on SoundCloud or wherever you get yours. Yes, uh, don't let all that research go to waste. Talking of which, what do we have for our first pub quiz? Yeah, okay, first pub quiz. Let's get it down to the action. Is it a pub? Is it a pub? I don't know. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it's a pub. It's okay. He's doing in the inverted commas <laughs> sign. Our first pub or pub mm. uh, today is the second iteration of a much-loved Peckham bar and bottle shop that sells beer, hot sauce. And, once upon a time, vinyl. That's right. Does it not do that anymore? Okay. For one English point, where in the world are we? Uh, or elsewhere. Oh, shut up. So where have we landed, Vinny? We are, of course, at Hotburns and Black. Yeah, that was almost too easy. You should yeah. really have only given you half of that. But you've got a pint now, and we yeah. can't take it away from you. We're at Hot Burns and Black, yeah, uh, the Deptford uh, station. Mm-hmm. Um, similarly wonderful with a yard view. Uh, worth noting, perhaps, that it doesn't have a toilet for the older gentleman. Not that that affects us, but um, you might need to know that if yes. you're taking your uh, granddad along. Yes, um, <laughs> yes, we, we, we have been caught out here before. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why I brought my bucket. Yes, I didn't understand uh, that text, bring your bucket, uh, but uh, now I do, yeah. Um, so, uh, could I ask you what the fuck you have been up to? Ah, yes, um, I thought you never would. Um, yeah, quite a lot, actually, but I'll narrow it down. Mm, please. Uh, we... <laughs> um, well, uh, to one I was with you on, uh, we went to a cider festival, didn't we? We did, which is quite a surprise, because I later learned that you don't like cider. Well, yes. Yeah, you were all over it, weren't you? 
Yeah, I mean, I liked the chuckle head. I, mean, I didn't, I don't mind yeah, cider, yeah. but the thing is, I had started at uh, one o'clock in the rusty bucket that day, uh, and, and that yeah. was a sort of a later add-on for me. I wasn't quite. I'd ruined my palate. <laughs> yes, this was the London Spring Cider Festival, I believe mm. it's called, at mm. the Matchstick Pie House in Deptford. Yeah, Deptford New Cross somewhere. Yeah, there. Deptford New Cross somewhere between. Yeah, yeah. Um, in the railway arch. Yeah, it's a lovely little venue, isn't it? Very nice. I think it's often the theatre. Yes. maybe a gig venue but um, yeah we had a great time there mm. and cider is I wouldn't say it's my favourite either but it does get you in a certain way oh it does you yeah, know, yeah. you're around the bend and up the trousers isn't it sort yes. of thing you're, next yeah. thing you know you're a little bit boss-eyed and uh, swaying in a chorus line with everyone who's arrived there the, yeah that was me yeah I mean it's kind of it's kind of like a beer fest- festival except with girls <laughs> Do you think there are more girls? Oh, yeah. definitely more girls. Yeah, there. I mean, okay. I mean, not that there aren't uh, women at beer festivals, as, yeah. we, as we know from Kidbrook, but uh, definitely not as many. And I can remember every single one. Oh right, okay, yeah, yeah. blimey. <laughs> um, let's move on quickly. Um, <laughs> before well, you tell me some of your dreams, <laughs> I just mentioned one other great thing about the pie house. They had a lighter on a string out the front. They did, yeah. yeah. yeah so you yeah. went out for a cheeky snout. <laughs> you never needed to uh, ask for a light. Brilliant. Yeah, that was very good. Uh, I did like. I did take a photo there, and um, everyone in it was really colourful. Did you see that photo? Yes. Maybe, maybe we should post that on the website. Mm. Everyone was somehow, you know, with, with coloured hair or, so, or something like that. Mm. Um, even Pompey Duncan is um, mm. Peckham Town attire. Yeah. I thought with you in your uh, green jacket and Sarita in her red uh, jumpsuit, you look like a couple of apples. Yeah, yeah. It's and very then, appropriate. Yeah. And, and Genty had a more of a sort of golden delicious uh, apple yeah. jacket. <laughs> um, Okay, uh, the, the, other, the, the other thing we've done since the last episode was have a drink for Ukraine. Yeah. And when we can't do much for Ukraine... No, I'm not, I'm not a man for combat, I think that's fair to yeah, say, but yeah, I can yeah, I go for a drink. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, um, thanks to Euroboozer, who smuggled, what was it, 45,000 pints? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know where they smuggled them, but uh, <laughs> just, just in case our lawyer's listening, I think it was a, more a case where they liberated them. Liberated them, yeah. From um, uh, Ukraine, where uh, they've been unable to function, and they've obviously been, been unable to deliver to the outlet. So yeah. they brought them all to the UK to aid the survival of the brewery, Varvar, yeah. and to help raise funds uh, for Ukraine. Yeah. And, yeah. We, and Hot Burns and Black, where we are today, was one of the places where they landed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there weren't many in South London, and yeah, we came to do our bit. Yeah, yeah. We had a little IPA, didn't we? And then a stronger IPA. You're going to go for the uh, chili-based imperial chocolate stout. I feel like I, I'll have to now. We've we've run them out of the pails and IPAs, yes. so we yeah. might, we've got to do the, the imperial stouts now. <laughs> um, quick message for any listeners who prefer to blame NATO expansion for this uh, conflict: mm. fuck off! I'm drinking for Ukraine. <laughs> oh, I see. That's <laughs> uh, how Ukrainian. Um, yeah, well, well, well played, Eurobuzer, yeah. the distributor for uh, kicking that off. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been having a, you've been having a little bit of romance, haven't you? You know me, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, our, our, our nipper was away on a school trip for for uh, five days, um, so we, um, we thought, what do we do? We've got an empty house. Uh, so we decided to go out and uh, have a South London honeymoon. Uh, went to uh, King's Head in Rappel Street yeah. uh, with uh, 
Heather from marketing mm. and uh, the Dacre. And then, uh, and then one evening we found ourselves at the Blythe, uh, which was, of course, magnificent. Yeah. And um, I told Terry what we were up to. We were on a honeymoon. And he said, well, you're at the honeymoon suite. You got the honeymoon suite? You got the honeymoon suite, yeah. Where was that? Upstairs in the special room? <laughs> no, that was the racing bar. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, at one point I was in the golf bar and I, I thought, I'd just check on, on the missus, make sure she's oh, okay. Oh, you say check on the scores, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I came in and she was arm wrestling with a stranger, so I thought, she's oh. all right. So when you say honeymoon, you, you were into separate bars, when you say you went to check on the missus in the other yeah, bar? Yes, so I, yeah. I was chatting to someone, oh, I thought I'd just, you yeah. know, just see, make sure she's all right, and she was. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I've uh, been having a bit of a romantic time as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I had a romantic day out with the missus to go and sign our last will and testament. Oh. <laughs> How lovely. <laughs> you soppy old thing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we went up to town uh, for a cocktail, um, lunch at Delaunay's and a pint by the river, uh, while considering our imminent death. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so we've signed our last one in Testament up in our solicitors in uh, Fleet Street. Mm-hmm. What do I get? Well, I did have a, lo- a, a list of people to leave stuff to. Uh, you were going to get my record collection, I thought. That'll teach you a lesson. Uh, <laughs> I know how much you like jazz. <laughs> uh, awesome prog. I've got a, uh, a triple live Yes album called Yes Songs. Um, no, thank you. But uh, to be I've already left that for someone, the dustman. Um, <laughs> and I had an idea that the kids would have to renounce astrology or be left destitute. <laughs> but uh, in the end, and perhaps you'll sympathise with this, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I've left everything I own to the Blythe Hill Tavern. <laughs> Have you uh, ever considered who you might leave stuff to? Well, I've been thinking about it to this morning, and um, obviously the kids are getting anything worth anything. But I don't really have—I don't really have stuff. I don't really have any possessions. So no. um, I thought I might leave you my rolling papers. That's nice. But yes. you, you could use those. What about my collection of? Um, Dimple jugs that I've uh, liberated oh. from various pubs that I've been meaning to take back. Would you take them back yes, for I, me? Oh, I take them back for you. Yes, yes, yes. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, you don't want my football stickers, do you? No, no, nor, nor my uh, club tankard. I don't suppose. Um, how about my stuffed wren? A stuffed wren. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, is that an okay? Is that is okay? A I yes. Think that's going to, I'm going to have to be a no. Okay. Going to be a no, yeah. Okay. It's so, so tiny mm, to stuff. I mean, yes. Yeah. And a wren, I understand, is a portend of some form of tragedy. Is it? Yeah. So, well, it's certainly been tragic. No for thanks. It. Okay, all right. Well, there's one, one last <laughs> item I think you will want. It's a yeah. framed yeah. photograph of a potato. Of a potato? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. It's quite beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just makes me think. Why can't I have it now? But yeah, it's yours. <laughs> I, I, I've lost. I've lost the point. I mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. So, uh, last one in testament. Yeah, do get yours if you want a romantic day out. Mm. It's an absolute racket. I know. What is it? It's. it's uh, some geezer has decided instead of doing his uh, van up in his garden or drive, he's going to do it outside these bars. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, well, should we get on to the news? 
the news. The news. The news. News. Right, pub and beer news first. Yeah. Um, You've got some, haven't you? I have got a little bit. I mean, you may remember last time I I announced that uh, we, in in the loosest possible sense, are opening a pub. Yeah. um, The Shirkers Rest Mm -hmm. in New Cross. Um, Well, I'm pleased to report that the planning application has now been accepted. Great. And they've also given us a license. Wow, amazing. Us. Yeah. A license. Yeah. Absolutely. Brilliant. So that's been accepted as well. Now it's all about the measuring, which oh. I'm sorry to say Who's is not my strong suit. No. Oh, God. Can we get that? I mean, listen to this, for example. Mm. Who knew that one square metre is the same as one metre squared? <laughs> But eight square metres is totally different to eight metres squared. Oh, I've got a headache. <laughs> anyway, if anyone wants to buy some vinyl flooring, hit me up. <laughs> I hear among the plans that the, the plans don't include being open on a Monday. No, perhaps not at first, no. Okay, no, right, yeah. uh, I mean, you know I'm against that. Yeah, I do. And indeed, it was Half-Life, wasn't it, who... Uh, well, me, I forget which pub it was now, but he said, "Should we go?" Oh, it's a Campbell Arms, was it? Right. Should we should we go down to the uh, go down to Campbell Arms? I said, "It's not." O- so it's not open till four. He said, "Well, it's not a pub then," <laughs> which I totally agreed with. Yeah, yeah. But I couldn't change it. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, I underst- I do understand, but I, you know, I, I'm in a position where I can snipe from the sidelines, can't I? And as far as I'm concerned, yeah. they should be open twenty four seven. Well, I did say to the guys, you know, from a deserter point of view, the idea of having a session from noon on a Monday till mm. going home time mm. is, you know, it's perfect. Yes. It's what we stand for. That is a honeymoon. That is a proper honeymoon. Mm. Yeah, with someone you love. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, we, we shall see. We shall see. Uh, mm. It's all about staffing costs and vinyl, measuring vinyl. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. I'm, not, I'm not talking about records. Mm. I'm talking about flooring. Right. Um, uh, what else have we got? I... Uh, Pub and beer news. Oh yes, the man who went on an all-beer diet. Did you see about him? It's Del Hall from Cincinnati, Ohio. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah, Del, Del Hall decided that instead of giving up beer for Lent, he decided to give up everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Food. <laughs> yeah, and go on a beer-only diet. Uh, in fact, it's the fourth year in a row he's made an all-beer diet his Lent ritual. Incredible claiming that it makes him feel healthier and uh, obviously helps him raise a lot of money for charity. Mm, yeah. He's, did, you see, did you see the picture of him? He's a big unit, isn't he? <laughs> He's a big fella, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he I mean, I'm glad you said it. I mean, he claims to have lost £25, so you can only imagine what he looked like before. Yeah. Um, but what I, the, my favourite bit of the story was when apparently when he told his doctor about his plan, she said, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you can't fool a doctor, can you? They, they yeah. know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's where yeah. science comes in, yeah. and everything, doesn't it? I mean, I, I, can, I can understand forgetting to eat when you've had a few pints. I do, I do that all the time, and it's, it's not good. But in the morning, all I can think about is food. Yeah, so really? I don't, yeah, all I can think about is breakfast. As soon as you wake up? Well, before soon, you wake yeah, up? No, no, no. no you, you know, an hour after I've okay. woken up, then yeah, it's like, yeah. I've got to have full English or something. Yeah. Whereas uh, Del Hall from Cincinnati mm. would have uh, session IPA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It does make you wonder, mm. who's the cunt? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well played, Dale. And uh, enjoy the rest of your short life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sticking with beer, which um, you know, is appropriate, I think, in beer news. Yes. Uh, I saw a story about a paralysed man who uh, communicated his first words in months mm. uh, using a brain implant. This brought a tear to my eye, this day. Yeah, that is, isn't it? Uh, his first words were, I want a beer. <laughs> um, he's a completely paralysed man. Uh, he didn't give his name, perhaps for obvious reasons, I don't know. But, uh, but he was left unable to communicate for months after losing the ability to mo- even move his eyes. And he used the power of thought to ask for a beer, a curry and a massage. I mean, I've tried that. But <laughs> <laughs> And he had to ask for it at the rate of one letter per minute, uh, using his brain to produce a binary yes-no response to a speller programme, which is why why it took so long. Yeah. I don't think anything more needs to be said on on that, really, does it? I mean, my my conclusion is, we like beer. Mm. If anything should happen to us, please give us some. I think that's the message to the scientific community. Um, well, every, any community. I wish I put it in my will. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of obvious, isn't it? Save time. Just give them beer. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I was paralysed, would you, would you do that for me? Yeah. Get me a beer? Would you, would you do the yeah. curry? No. Would you do the, would you do the massage? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know the answer to that. Okay. <laughs> just, just a beer, then. I don't even get a curry. <laughs> I mean, not if you can't move. It's just going to be a mess. <laughs> Someone's got to clear it up. Exactly. Um, yeah, I had a story. It's a bit, a bit of a diversion from uh, beer. It's more about wine what? and what? elephants. Do you mean it's a wine section or, or an elephant section? <laughs> uh, well, it's, it, at least they, they were drunk. Um, <laughs> 14 elephants in Yunnan, China, uh, wandered into a village and drank 30 litres of corn wine mm. and then passed out in a field. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, Sam White tweeted, they only drink to forget. Because mm. <laughs> they never forget. That's true. They never forget. No, they, they don't. Try. They, they tried. Try. You know. They tried. And, you know, well, that's... maybe one of the reasons they don't forget is because um, they don't drink. They don't drink enough, yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean, last time we were here, we were talking about tattoos, remember? And, um... No. <laughs> uh, first of all, we decided we couldn't have one because we'd always forget what, what design we wanted when we had that golden moment the night right. before. And then we were worried that we'd change our minds. Oh, we definitely changed our minds, yeah. Definitely changed our minds, yeah. <laughs> Do elephants change their minds? Is that, is that anything to do with never forgetting? No, I don't think it is, is it? They're still on a personal journey. <laughs> anyway, we're getting sidetracked. Um, yeah, uh, do we have anything else on the old pub and beer news? I don't think we did, which means we can probably go on to crisp news. Oh, yes. Come on, baby. Crisp news. Plenty of that. We have our um, crisp stringer par excellence goose uh, from the Emerald Isle. Uh, reports first of all that Tato 
broke the internet in Ireland a couple of weeks ago mm. um, with, with their announcement that they were withdrawing cheese and onion flavour for smashed avocado flavour. What? <laughs> um, uh, and uh, Goose said he himself was fooled for a moment until he looked at the date. Ah. It was April the 1st, of oh, course. Of course. Uh, um, yeah, because cheese and onion is their massive big seller. They invented it. Uh, they invented it. They literally, not not the um, the Tatoes in the Republic of Ireland yeah. invented cheese and onion. Is that right? Yeah. Bloody hell, that's amazing. I didn't know that. Mm, that's, didn't. that's why they have, oh, as regular listeners will know, cheese and onion flavoured chocolate <gasps> on their website. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure about having it. Um, so, yeah, that was a uh, well-played Tato. I mean, uh, they seem miles ahead in many ways, don't they? Um, yeah, I mean, if you can find an earlier one, I'd, I'd like to hear about it. Yeah, OK, well, that's a challenge. The listener mm. challenge. Yeah. Where's cheese and onion come from? Well, uh, yes, I mean, there's, there was a Channel 4 documentary about the secret life of crisps. Uh, so you've been busy? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> As I'm, I'm writing a piece on the history of crisps for, oh. for Deserter. Excellent work. And um, during my uh, research, I came across this Channel 4 documentary, and they were saying, oh, yeah, the Golden Wonder, they came up with cheese and onion in 1962, mm, mm. inspired by the Ploughman's Lunch. Potatoes have been doing it since 1954. Really? Yes. Before they were ploughmen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Plowman's Lunch is, in fact, a marketeer's creation as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sell more cheese. Plowman's got nothing out of it, do they? No. <laughs> um, now, Goose also sent us a gift, uh, direct from Bray, Dublin. Uh, remember last time we were talking about guinness flavour crisps that uh, Dr Dick Dixon had spotted? Yes. And we were wondering how they could possibly Im- be improved. Mm. And then Goose told us about the new flavour from Keo's. Keo's Extra Crunchy crinkle cut Guinness and flame grilled steak flavour crisps well they arrived from Ireland yesterday <gasps> and I have them with me in my oh, bag wow. I have oh, to wow. say every sinew in my body was straining to open them <laughs> <laughs> and, and then uh, Mrs Raider saw them and uh, I had to sort oh, of yeah, quickly hide them and well. run out of the house so I think we're going to go uh, we're going to okay. go, go for a, a taste mm. Oh, rustic. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Light on the nose. Mm. Impressive crunch. Very good crunch, yeah. Tastes like crisps. <laughs> um, a quick look at the ingredients, as you know me. Stickler. Mm. Tells me that Potatoes make up 62%. Okay. Is that, a, is that a concern for you? Well, yeah, I'd have thought there'd be more potatoes than that. Me too. If I've got a bag of crisps, and only 62% of it is made of potato. Mm. So what is it? Are they including the air in the bag? <laughs> I'm not sure about they're that. Quite, they're very nice. Mm. But anyway, it goes on. Yeah, they're very good. They're very good. Goes on to include dried Guinness mm. and flame grilled Irish beef. Not not flame flame grilled Irish beef flavour. Mm. Flame grilled Irish beef. Wow. 
So yeah, I came round to them again. Anyway, that is Keo's Guinness Flame Grill Steak. I'm not sure they're available in this country. You have to hit Duke up. Not even with an Irish passport? No. We're just not, not they don't arrive. Mm. Mm. Thank you very much for those goose. Amazing, yeah, cheers. And um, our other kiss, uh, crisp correspondent yeah. has been in touch, and mm. oh my god. He's been busy as well, hasn't he? So he's, he's been to Costa Rica, mm. and not only did he send us a box of crisps he's, he's picked up on his travels, and, uh, and tasting notes for all of us, <laughs> extensive tasting notes, and a video of mm. the bank of crisps that he encountered in the supermarket in, mm. in, in Costa Rica. Absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, so, yeah, he's, uh, his highlight was the munchies. These are, uh, he said, um, these are proper lazy man snacks. They're my favourite. Someone was bothered to put together knickknacks, mini Doritos, pretzels and some ridge crisps so we don't have to. What, as a mix-up? Yeah, as a mixer. Top points for getting the mix right. We'll try them next month, perhaps. Um, some oh. people might consider them nibbles to put out at a party. I don't go to these sort of parties, he says. Mm. But if you do and call them nibbles, you're probably a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably fair, Ned. Um, but, yes, yeah, so he's... He, among, he goes some ghost ship crisps, which I think we will try next month. Mm. And also some Costa Rican ones. This is what mm. we, we, we should be uh, trying today. Mm. Tackies. They're not, not actually crisps. They are... Um, I'll let you listen to a man drilling while I open this packet. Probably the packets now. Thank you. Thank Look you. at these. Oh, Look at these. Oh my God! What the hell? They're, they're, they're like um, tubes of yeah, iridescent red, chili-flavoured. Mmm. Corn snacks, shall we? Mm. All over those. Mmm. That's nice. They do have because it's a tube. Mm. You seem to get more flavour. Mmm. Mm, these They're are tackies. Good. Tackies, yeah. If you go into Costa Rica, mm. get into some tackies. Yeah, but a, a word of warning um, in the tasting notes, mm. Ned said, wash your hands to get the, um, the chilli coating off your fingers before you touch your sexual vegetables, or you're in for a surprise. Mm. Sexual vegetables. His uh, phrase, not mine. Yeah, I've never heard it enough. before, but... No. You know, You'll be He's using it again. Yeah. He is a professional. Um, I mean, those two, Goose and Ned, mm. they're think, like, um, do you remember Woodward and Bernstein? Who, <laughs> <laughs> when they won the Pulitzer Prize for mm. Watergate. Yeah. Is there a Pulitzer Prize for crisps? Oh, Gotta be, isn't it? Well, I mean, the Pulitzer Prize, maybe. They're, think, they're up up there with those two in my mind. I think we need to promote them from correspondent. I mean, yeah. I know Ned is already king of slabs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Lord of Crisps. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just uh, it's remarkable, isn't it? Their mm. uh, their drive, their tenacity, their passion. They've got mm. to win some sort of prize. If I had anything to do with it, they'd win the Pulitzer. Of course, yep. the Pulitzer Prize itself was actually won by the Washington Post, not Woodward and Bernstein. Oh. So, uh, yeah, so, so we might get it. In this case, yes. I'm afraid <laughs> it's the deserted podcast that will win sorry, the prize, along sorry, with the 20 grand cash. So sorry about that, guys, but <laughs> thanks anyway for trying. <laughs> <laughs> More crisp news. I came across, in my research on the history of crisps, this wonderful website called museumofcrisps.com. Mm. Mm. Well, we had the Museum of Chips last month. I know. Yeah, museum news. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a great site. It's got an index of like 1,300 crisp flavours from around the world. Um, it's mo- UK-based mostly, but they're, they're, they're quite broad. They've got Crisp Blog, mm. History of Crisps, which I'm obviously going to nick stuff from, and Crisp Facts. Mm. Um, I've, I wrote down a couple of my favourites. Uh, one was that um, Walker's Plain, ready sorted, mm. have a decibel level of 70.6 decibels. Slightly louder than a car passing at 65 miles an hour at 25 feet away. Uh, uh, is this when you're eating them? Yeah. In crunch. your own head? Or mm. when you're eating them in my head? I think it has to be external. It can't mm. be, yeah, decibels mm. have got to be, mm. yeah. Uh, same as a vacuum cleaner, but infinitely preferable. Because it's just, it's sudden, isn't it? You yeah, know? I guess, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, my second favourite, well, actually, my favourite fact was there's an o- Ohio man who suffers from autobrewery syndrome. <laughs> Go on. When he <laughs> eats crisps, they convert to alcohol in his stomach. <gasps> and I thought this cannot. Yeah, so I looked at. It's true. It, it's yeah. a it's a rare condition. Yeah. But some people, when they're eating starchy stuff, can convert it to alcohol, like superheroes. Maybe they've got yeast in their stomachs. I, I don't know, but it's a yeah. It's Put a condition. <laughs> it's a condition rather than yeah, yeah something as simple as that. I think. Um, but yeah, amazing. Uh, I, I recommend museumofcrisps.com if you yeah. uh, if you'd like to know more about crisps than you already do. Um, and thanks to Ned for that, and thanks to Goose. Really surprise must off. be coming. Um, yeah. the, hang on, wait a minute. What's this? Is there a pretender to their crown? Because Sarita has brought back some German crisps. No. Um, where in Germany they have brands like Chio, Pombert, and these ones, Funny Fresh. Although uh, I failed to see what's funny about crisps. They're well, very serious matter. To Germans. <laughs> so. Sarita runs uh, Sarita's Kitchen website. She specialises in sort of Indian-inspired cheffery. Vegan uh, Indian food, yeah? Yes, unfortunately you won't ever be able to try it. Oh, I will Uh, be, I will be. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, perhaps related to that, she's picked an oriental flavour, which perhaps incorporates the flavours of India, as well as China and Japan and possibly anything east of Berlin. That's a lot in the crisp. Up to the Urals. But yeah, the, it, it depicts some bowls of uh, oh, yeah. uh, coriander and uh, paprika and a bit of chili. Yeah. Mm. Complex. Mm. They are complex. They could be too complex for us. We're simple men, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> mm, there's a lot going on there. We're just normal Progress. men. <laughs> <laughs> I like those as well. Mm, I like those too. What, what, what a day we've had, the Guinness crisps. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we like every crisp we taste sometimes. No. We, we recall, but all three have been really... Very good indeed. Very good indeed. And I will, we will um, go on to the rest of these crisps next time, I think. Yeah. I'm going to surf it. My we front do. room's full of them. We couldn't really have done any more today, I don't think. <laughs> Um, Very nice. Okay, on to a couple of um, items that are sadly not about crisps and not about beer. Oh. I know. I saw an article about um, 
that Manveer Singh, a researcher, caused a bit of a stir in the anthropology world. And oh, he yeah. concluded that um, left to your own devices, people generally just do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, just like the TV show. <laughs> yes. Uh, he wrote, in the 70s and 80s, anthropologists working in small-scale, non-industrial societies fastidiously noted down what people were doing throughout the day. I've been exploring the data, and I am struck by one of the most popular activities, doing nothing. Mm. So he goes on to say, the researchers chose 60 activity codes, one of which was idle, doing nothing, which is different to uh, napping or chatting or fixing tools and tidying up. Um, and idleness because of illness. Uh, so as far as uh, Manveer Singh could tell, it really is about doing nothing at all. Mm. It's like... Um, how refreshing. Yeah. It's like when Mickey Flanagan says about how he enjoys lying down on the sofa doing nothing. Mm. And he, he doesn't mean like watching TV mm. or reading a book. No. He just means literally doing nothing, mm. staring at the ceiling. Maybe yeah. not even doing that. Mm. Um, so... Yeah, I drew two conclusions from this. One, that we are naturally uh, an idle species who has been coerced into, coerced into work. Mm. Uh, you know, it's unnatural for us. Yeah. Like trying to make a panda make sandals or something. Mm. Uh, and my second conclu conclusion was that the uh, 70s and 80s were brilliant. That's the alternative. <laughs> and the other story I saw, se several people sent us this actually. Mm. Um, uh, the story that Tesla workers in Shanghai are to be allowed to sleep at work. Allowed to? I mean, allowed to? Who wants to sleep at work? <laughs> well, it's better than working. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> However, I thought, mm. it's not quite what we've been campaigning for. No. Uh, we, 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 we campaign for the right to nap at work. Mm. Uh, but um, this is more a response to COVID lockdowns, which is seeing some workers confined to the factory, working during the day and sleeping on mattresses on the floor at night. Bloody hell. Unbelievable, is it? Yeah, yeah. Just when you think you're getting somewhere, yeah. you're forced to stay at work and sleep on the floor. It's one step forward and two back, isn't it? I couldn't get my head around it. Um, but, yeah, I suppose it, he, uh, he just wants uh, production to continue. Um, yeah. All he's done is supply some sleeping bags and mattresses. Couldn't he have sent one of his little mini submarines for anyone to sleep in the tit? <laughs> I mean, it's not what I expect from a genius, <laughs> but it is what I expect from a billionaire. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, we um, are going to relocate somewhere, perhaps with some with less uh, ambient racket. Mm. Um, but before we do, Pub Quiz 2, and in fact, before Pub Quiz 2, a little bit of a word about Deptford. Yeah. It's changed should. a lot, hasn't it, even since we came here for the Marlowe podcast, hasn't it? Yeah, I guess it, I guess it has, yeah. I mean, the, the market yard's been um, happening for a while, but it's sort of developed, hasn't it? It's mm. like you uh, were drowning in craft beer. We're drowning in craft beer. Yeah. I mean, hot, burns, hot, hot, hot Burns and Black was probably the, one of the first ones in, wasn't it? Mm. But now yeah. you've got Jars Bar around yeah. the corner. Obviously, you've got the tap rooms, yeah. Little Faith and uh, Villages. Yeah. Um, and one other, which is the subject of our next pub quiz. Yes, indeed. I mean, back then, when we first came, it was probably just the job centre, wasn't it? Mm. That uh, had just opened and uh, yeah. was the sole place you could get a decent ale. Mm. Um, 
And then one other place I'd like to mention, which isn't um, perhaps uh, you know is no, known for its beer, but was, is called Big John's Biltong Bar. It's in a mm. little tiny little shop on Deptford High Street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what a lovely little place! It's an amazing little place. It's a real oasis from the hurly burly, proper yeah. pub, pub looking. Something um, about the narrowness of it mm. really makes it cosy, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you end up, you can't help but meet people yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and you know, I think there's a lot of wonkies going there. Yeah, exactly, especially for happy hour. Mm. Yes. Which there is which branded Bankrupt the Bar. <laughs> I think every day between four and six you're invited to Bankrupt the Bar mm. with cheap pints. Yeah. And... Um, Quite a lively crew were in there trying to do just that. They were, yes. <laughs> Last <laughs> time we were here. Nice biltong. Mm. Um, you weren't so keen. Well, I wasn't so keen before, but I did enjoy it. It's a, yeah. What was your critique? Bit Good. chewy. That was before I ate it. There. I've never stopped you with the pork scratching, to be fair. No, that's crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, very good biltong. Yeah, in fact, I'm uh, dropping in there to get the missus. Um, a very special birthday present. Oh. Built on base birthday present. I don't think I'm giving anything away. Yeah, she's not going to listen. She doesn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> she's never listened. No, no. She doesn't, oh. even, she doesn't even know I do it. <laughs> <laughs> she probably hears you talking enough, to be honest. Exactly. She, who wants to hear us chatting away anyway? Mm. That's a good point. We're just yeah. normal men. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so on to pub quiz two. Yeah, the pub quiz two. One of the places we studiously, rather cleverly, I thought, <laughs> deviously even left out of that list. Yeah. Um, so yes, it is also a tap room, the third tap room. In, yeah. In, in, it used to be SE eight tap room, didn't it? Did it? Where there's hot stuff. Okay. They went bust. Yeah. Now what is it? Oh, is that it? Now, um, <laughs> well, shouldn't we say it's linked to a brewery from Yorkshire, is it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Called Saltaire, who uh, came up with a lot of beers okay. that we like in the past. Yeah, um, giving quite a lot away there. All right. Oh, I, I, don't know. I don't know. I mean, can you guess the name? If so, award yourself one English pint. So we asked you the question where we were heading to next in Deptford Yard and we have landed at Salt. Yeah. Just simply called Salt. Yeah. Actually that's not true. It's called Salt Craft and Pizza. When I saw it first saw it the other day I just thought it was meant craft pizza. But craft is beer. Mm. That's what they mean. They mean they've got beer. So they don't actually put beer on, they just say craft. Yeah. They haven't changed anything other than a little bit of salt branding. So who yeah. is salt? Well, we're 98% sure they're yeah. Salt Air Brewery from Yorkshire. Who's, yeah. Who've changed their name. Yeah. There's six beers from there, up mm-hmm. there. Um, and we think they've probably changed their name. And we think it's a good name. It is a good name, yeah. Salt- yeah, Salt Air is, you know, people would know that in Yorkshire, but um, probably not, any, not outside of that. And... Um, yeah, they've got yeah what, half a dozen beers as you say. Uh, we were on the Salt Citra. It's a, a Nipa, but it's a relatively low ABV Nipa, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, it's like very 4. good. Three percent. They're normally around six or seven. Yeah, and it's very nice. Yeah, yeah. sort of session New England IPA. Yeah, a sneeper, if you like. <laughs> um, 
Okay, well, let's press on with what we loosely call the show. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, readers' letters. Yes. Uh, this is amazing, mm. although I'm afraid you don't come out on it in a terribly good light. Oh. Uh, amazing to get a, uh, a letter on House of Commons headed notepaper from yes. Jacob Rees Mogg. I, I knew he'd be a fan. <laughs> we saw him lying about on the benches. That's true. And yeah. He is a useless cunt. <laughs> well, he speaks very highly of you. Oh. <laughs> um, he writes Dear Messrs. Raider and South, uh, I am at a loss as to understand why you have sent me a folder containing what appears to be dozens of receipts for crisps and other potato-based snacks. Oh, was that yeah. our suggestion? Yeah. Uh, you, you, my you, suggestion? It was your suggestion. You said send it to Jacob Rees. And I did. And this is what we've got back. Honestly, it's embarrassing. Did he, yeah. Did he send me money? <laughs> he goes on to say, your covering note contains no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> That's my bad. And only states your bank details, suggesting you require recompense for your expenses. I can only imagine you have me confused with my right honourable colleague, Rishi Sunak, who is the Chancellor of the Exchequer. Oh, how rude. Yes. You told me to send it to Jake, Jake and Rees. Well, he's not even the bloody Chancellor, mm. idiot. Now look sorry. at us. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and then he, he signs off... Um, I don't even like crisps. I bet he doesn't. Alleluia, alleluia, he is risen, alleluia. <laughs> What's he on about? <laughs> what, I mean, literally, what is he on about? Well, I think that every time he speaks. And he signs it off Jay. I mean, that is embarrassing. He's not even the bloody Chancellor, Vinny. Oh, OK, it's Rishi, isn't it? It's Rishi. He should have been it to Rishi. Mm. Um, he doesn't like even like crisps. I bet he'd like crisps if they were God-flavoured, wouldn't he, the buttoned-up prick? <laughs> I'm going right off him, right off him. Anyway, um, thanks, Jake. I think. Mm-hmm. Jakey. <laughs> and uh, him dossing around on the uh, front benches is a nice little segue into. You're a bomb dosser. Thank you very much. Who have you got? What? Are, this is our just for, for new listeners, perhaps our. Uh, monthly uh, roundup of people we admire due to their incredible laziness. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's I, an award. It's yeah. an award. I don't know how lazy Una Mr. Walker is, uh, but she I like her wisdom. She put this up on um, the Reddit subreddit lazy. Um, mm. and she said the early bird gets the worm, but the late bird gets the second worm. There's worms everywhere, who cares? <laughs> Sleep late don't let worms dictate your lifestyle. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's wise. Yeah, that yeah. is wisdom. That's yeah. philosophy. Um, I've got, uh, funnily enough, I've got an animal as my first one as well. Um, Juan Carito. That's from an animal. Abruzzo. Yeah, he's got a name, but he's, he's actually a bear. Oh. He's a bear from the Abruzzo region in Italy, mm. who, um, after breaking into a local bakery a few months back, and demolishing the biscuits, mm. <laughs> was taken back to the mountains uh, to be rewilded in oh, his right. natural habitat. Mm. And um, after a few weeks surviving on a diet of roots, berries and insects, can you imagine you, how you'd get on with that diet? Uh, uh, I mean, honestly, no. you have to take your cucumber out, your salad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he had this diet, roots, berries and insects, and after a bit he thought, sod this for a game of soldiers. 
and he walked 150 kilometres back to the town. <laughs> <laughs> where he was spotted outside the train station uh, tucking into a massive panettone. <laughs> so oh, amazing. Juan Carito um, is my first one. And then my second one is uh, Robbie Silk, uh, 49, who participates in competitive chair sitting. <laughs> in a sport he calls... Extreme sitting. <laughs> uh, it's a still, evol it's still evolving endurance activity that Silk has pioneered uh, that involves sitting in extreme environments from sun up to sundown without any sort of timepieces or electronic devices. Right. Uh, Robert Silk, 49, is the only competitor. <laughs> champion. Well, champion. <laughs> the idea, says Silk, is to really just be mm. uh, and not do much of anything yes I mean, yes I can see where he's coming from a bit yeah. like Mickey Flanagan he just yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I mean what an idea for a sport extreme mm. sitting yeah to be fair I think we gave extreme sitting a pretty good go during the Children Festival <laughs> well yes we did but we did have electronic we had TVs we had That's phones true. for betting on we had beer yeah and we had um, facilities see I think extreme That's the, the only time he's allowed to stand up is when he wants to have a piss oh okay you are allowed that yeah it doesn't just yeah. go yeah no no that but, I mean imagine you know just like you've got camping chairs mm. with a little aperture for mm. your ale mm. it can't be that difficult to make one that you can have a little waz in <laughs> We've got some more clattering going on. We we do. They're putting up the other benches around the corner now. He's nearly done. <laughs> <laughs> Noise just follows us. Whenever we press record, <laughs> um, let's struggle on because. Um, Why don't you give her a hand? It will speak up. Not often, isn't there? When we went, oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a little pause while she does that. Okay. So who do you think out of those um, Bomdossa uh, candidates, it's the Worm Girl, if I mm -hmm. can call her that, mm -hmm. uh, Juan Carito, the uh, bear, Hungry Bear, the Hungry Bear. Although he did that, did involve 150 meters of walking. Yeah, he's not, he was a panda. He just would have laid down and died as a species. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, they don't even go around the other side of the mountain for some more bamboo shoots. Can't be bothered. They can't be bothered. Pandas win. Um, or uh, extreme sitter, Bobby Silk. Yeah. You having? Bobby Silk for me. Bobby um, Silk. Yeah. I mean, it's a devotion to to stillness. Yeah. Like. yeah. 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 Something in it, isn't it? Mm. Uh, it's almost Buddhist. Mm. Zen. Mm. Um, Bobby Silk. Bobby Silk. You're a bomb dosser. Okay, is it time? But is it? The scene. The scene. The, the scene. The social media scene. I have to say, Vinny, I was just on my way here. Yeah. And on the other side of Amersham Vale there, mm. there's a whole new Peabody estate going up, being oh. built. Mm. The name of it is The Scene. <gasps> They've been listening to the podcast, haven't they? 
Well, it just goes to show <laughs> what a cool phrase it is, isn't it? Doesn't it? The scene. The scene. Where do you Where do you live? The scene. The scene. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen. The scene. Deptford. <laughs> That's where I want to live. That's where we all want to live. Um, anyway, social media scene. Yeah. Did you mm. have something you wanted to kick oh, off with? Oh, very briefly. Yes. Oh. Uh, modern, modern toss. You must. You, you must know modern toss. Yeah. Uh, I, I do enjoy their their Instagram. Uh, lots of funny animations of um, people who have fucked off with work and can't mm-hmm. be bothered. And, I, and there's one that caught my eye this week uh, called Team Player. It's just a bloke going into a meeting saying, Hi, sorry I'm late. I couldn't be fucked to get here any quicker. <laughs> Simple, but yeah. you know, it's as an honesty with your employer. Yes, I, like. I mean, that, that, that is their sort of recurring theme, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're very deserted. I think they're South London as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know them, but they are friends of friends, I believe. Oh, yeah, we did something with them when I was uh, working in the television world. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember yeah. television. Yeah, I remember television. Never, never watched it now. Never watched it. Too busy recording podcasts. <laughs> Um, what you got? I've got uh, How to Avoid Straining Your Eyes at Work mm-hmm. uh, by uh, Lacan. Um, Go on. Jackie Lacan. <laughs> See what she's done there. Um, yeah, Lacan, she says, uh, To avoid straining your eyes when continuously working, follow the 20-20-20 rule. After 20 minutes of work, look at something 20 feet away then spend 20 years in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I've got a couple of fancy crisp-based pub snacks. We could have put, put this in crisp news, but it's it's more we, social media scene. Yeah. It's more the scene. And we had quite a lot of crisp news. <laughs> we totally did, yeah. So Mean Old Daddy on uh, Twitter <laughs> likes to um, put a frazzle mm. between two mini cheddars. <laughs> For what he calls a bacon sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pure, simple genius, isn't it? Mm. And um, meanwhile, Clifford Jr. is keen on threading monster munch onto a pepperoni. <laughs> uh, uh, for what he styles a pub kebab. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. And these, I'm sure, will be featuring in the Shirkers Rest. I hope so. Yeah. Um, and then uh, finally, there's a nice thread started by Patrick Kodu who uh, tweeted, what are your red flags when hiring? Hmm. I don't know if he was looking for funnies or jokes, but he got a mixture of the two. Okay. Uh, which included an awful lot of great tips to avoid employment. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Doug's... Doug chipped in initially with um, the fact that if someone's not got a LinkedIn, a LinkedIn profile, he worries. So if you don't want to right. get a job, don't have a LinkedIn profile. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Greg, remember, uh, Greg thought wearing sweatpants to an interview was his mm. red flag. Mm. Yeah, do that. Uh, Christian, rem- Christian said having a couple of drinks before the interview just to take the edge off. <laughs> and this was apparently at the bar at which the uh, prospective uh, employee hoped to be hired (laughs) (laughs) after the interview he then got so drunk that he pissed in the potted plant (laughs) Um, Kelly Morgan remembers when she had a candidate who did the whole zoom interview from bed 
uh, with his girlfriend sleeping next to him. <laughs> he didn't get the job. I mean, this is yeah, this is a different world, isn't it? Because he was so get the job for me. Um, and then John Sharp noted that nicknames that indicate poor hygiene uh, you know, worry him. Uh, you know, smelly or stinky are red mm. flags. Yeah. Uh, so again, just say you're known as Stinky Paul on your CV, and you'll never have to work again. <laughs> uh, and they were full of crap answers, terrible, quite all, you know, terrifying answers like he blinks too much or uh, their phone rings during the interview or something like that. Mm. But I did like James Murtar who responded saying, um, "I'll usually put a gun in front of the candidate and tell, <laughs> <laughs> and tell them to shoot themselves in the head. The gun isn't loaded, of course." Everyone who tried to shoot themselves now works for my company. We make basketballs. <laughs> Thank God, James, for a voice of mad reason. Well, I think that's all we've got time for, is it? I think so, or, or, yeah. All we've got time for before we go to the next pub. Yes. <laughs> Big John's Biltong Bar. Yeah. Uh, what are you up to at the weekend? Well, you know, I was thinking, have you seen that half-price rail sale? I was thinking about taking advantage of that and taking a leaf out of your book mm. and, 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 like, going as like as far as Newcastle, pick up my trousers from last time. <laughs> Funny to say Newcastle, because I learned something the other day. You know the phrase, why I? Yeah. As in, why I, man? Yeah. Uh, in fact, it's short for FYI. <laughs> FYI. Yeah, FYI, man, for your information. I didn't. I never knew that. It's amazing, isn't it? Um, anyway, we are. I think we've been asked to move tables. They put out these tables. Why are you moving it? Why are you picking on us? Yeah, we're well, just. We're just normal men. We're just normal, innocent men.